If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So if you're headed out for a cup of coffee this afternoon, uh, let me suggest that you don't head to your nearest Starbucks because most of the afternoon, some 8,000 locations across the country will be shuttered because they will be in their four-hour anti-bias training seminar. Now, just to tell you, Starbucks has 13,000 locations across the country, but the franchise locations could opt out of the training if they so chose. And apparently a number of them did. Uh, During the course of the curriculum, there there will be videos featuring Starbucks executives, rapper Common, members of the Perception Institute. There will be a documentary shown. And of all, of course, all of this stemming from the issue that took place Uh, in a Starbucks back, uh, I think, two months ago in Philadelphia. Two African-American men sitting in Starbucks. One of them asked if they could use the restroom, but they hadn't purchased anything. And the employee behind the counter said, no, you can't. It's for paying customers. And by the way, get out. They were waiting to meet someone, intended to become paying customers, but never got that chance because she called police. And police came and arrested the men. I mean, does this affect you in any way today? It doesn't affect me in any way because uh, I wouldn't be going to Starbucks this afternoon either, you know, no matter what. But what I'm, I'll tell you what I'm a little bit bothered by. I feel that Starbucks is, in the end, okay, so you have sensitivity training. That's fine. I mean, I, I, I don't think sensitivity training is bad for anybody. You have you know, bias training. That's not bad for any company. We could all learn a thing or two. But I just think Starbucks is shooting themselves in the foot here with these dramatic company-wide changes as a result of these two men and what happened. Because I feel like that was a, a rogue employee who caused problems in that Starbucks. I don't, I've never gotten the impression that Starbucks was not an inclusive kind of uh, business. You know, I I just, I don't, in fact, I, I would, I see them as just the opposite. So the idea that now they have changed their policy about paying customers, now anyone can sit in their restaurants at any time and remain there for as long as they'd like. They can use their bathrooms they can use their Wi-Fi, and they don't ever have to purchase anything. And I, I just think that what they're going to do here is they're going to get so liberal in their thinking, so generous in their giving, so unbiased, as they're saying, that they're going to end up turning it into a place that a lot of people aren't going to want to go. 
Your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, in today's sensitivity training, a, does this like, help? I don't know. Jim's a little more in tune with this lightning maybe too. But is it a thing today to go take a picture of your, you in front of your closed Starbucks? Is it a thing to go to one that's actually open to let them know? That, is that even our – I don't even know how that would be interpreted. Right. So, hey, my – I don't I don't want to say a town because I don't know if they're open. And I don't want right. to – but let's say the one in my town, because we don't have one. Let's say that one's open today. Is Are you then racist if you go there today? I just wanted to support that you're actually open because this is nonsense. Or right. My advice to everybody is just stay out of the whole thing. But what is what is the lesson of today? Because it feels like it's something that's going to be mean today. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think if you don't care that they're open – that doesn't necessarily make you a racist. I think if you go in to openly support the fact that they're defying corporate and staying open, that's a little bit pushing it for me. I, I mean, I'm just, I don't go to Starbucks. I don't. I, very, very, very rarely. But so, like, if I went to one today and be like, hey, look, my Starbucks is open, even though I don't really go to Starbucks. Don't I, do that as the as Well, I mean, if you're if you're going, well, this is interesting, mine's open. How about that? That's innocent. If you're if it's I'm proud of you for standing up against this whatever If you're making training, a social statement right, about the yeah. Then why? You know, that's sort of much ado about nothing the wrong way there, you know? I'm I'm not against let me let me just state this. I'm not against this idea of bias training. I just think this company wide one day we're all closing, we're making this big statement. I mean, you know, I've worked for big corporations and they have uh sexual harassment seminars, but they don't say we're closing down shop. There will be no early news in most, you know, CBS O and O's because Everybody is going to sexual harassment seminar today. Instead, they say, look, over the course of whatever, you have to make sure that all your employees have access to this seminar. I just this this whole big statement that they're making, is it is it so incredibly necessary basing it on those two men and what happened there? Because, again, I think that's a rogue employee. I thought that was a rogue employee. I don't, I, whatever a pub, private company wants to do it just doesn't bother me that much. So I can't get that worked up about it. I mean, we've seen similar things here. Yeah. So, but doesn't I, it bother I mean, you a little bit that you think Starbucks is going to change there? Because I like Starbucks and I like what they're about. And why I like how who they, they are. Change it though. Right. Well, I think that the fact that they're changing their policy about letting people just be there whenever, however, whatever. How does that change anything? So your uh, argument isn't that things. bias training shouldn't happen. Your argument is they shouldn't let people who aren't buying customers hang out there. Well, I think that the whole thing, they're they're trying to make some kind of big statement. And I think that by, by having this bi- this big day of closing down bias, you know, this just continues to bring attention to what I think was not a company-wide problem. Now they've turned it into a company-wide problem, and I think that's going to be a problem mm even bigger than that for them. I mean, I got to tell you, if I if I go into Starbucks, I don't like and that. And there's policy. just a whole bunch of layabouts sitting in Starbucks using their But what's the likelihood of that happening? Right. I, I think it's going to be pretty great. I, I, at, where at one where point. For you? I think you're overestimating the amount of people that want to sit in a Starbucks all day just to sit there. I mean, I think you're underestimating that because I think like in the winter and whatever, that's a warm place. When it's raining, that's a place it's not raining. 
when I, I, you know, I'm when pretty I don't sure any... if if homeless people wander in and sit down just to get out of the cold, they're going to be removed. I don't think that's the policy. I think oh, it's... I think they're going to have a problem with that because you just said anyone is welcome. Then you do have a bias problem. Anyone is welcome provided that they do not. I mean, there was a caveat to that statement, you know, provided that they don't propose a danger or a health risk or they don't do X, Y, and Z in our they're bathroom. Not, and they're not there creeping are rules. on our other customers. Yeah. There are rules to that. It's just the oh, rules no longer. I think you're reading into the rules. I don't think they go that far. I think it's as long as they're not posing a danger. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are not posing as dangerous. I mean, if you're panhandling, they can throw you out. Okay. But that doesn't. Nobody says you're going to be necessarily in there panhandling. I just if think you, if you're I think sitting Starbucks there, needs to be very careful. If you're sitting in a Starbucks a on a couch wearing dirty clothes that haven't been changed in three days, and you smell yeah, like you clearly haven't showered, they'll ask you to leave. leave. And you're, you're just going in to get your coffee. Yeah. You don't. No, maybe I'm not. Because I, I'm telling you, there have been many times that I have used Starbucks as a place to meet, a place like those two men were doing, and I. I I'm t- I think they're creating a problem that they didn't necessarily have. 617-266-6868. Want to hear from you. Are they creating a problem that they didn't have? Or are you all in on what Starbucks is doing? want to remind you that the WRKO box office will be opening up on Thursday at 8.35, 2.35, and 5.35. This week you'll have a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Depeche Mode on the Global Spirit Tour. They'll be at the TD Garden on Saturday, June the 9th. That show will be at 7.30. If you need more information, livenation.com. We're talking about Starbucks. Today is the day that they're having their sensitivity training for four hours this afternoon. 8,000 locations will close so that all their employees can be involved. These are the things you can't do under their new policy, VB. You can't use drugs. You can't break the law. You can't drink alcohol. You can't watch porn. You cannot smoke, nap, or speak loudly. You can't cut your fingernails or your toenails. You cannot. Well, that should be number one on the list, uh-huh. by the way. But yes. anywhere in public, um, uh, no unwanted uh, sexual advances or obscenity, and no panhandling. Do you have any problem with any of that, other than the speak loudly? I guess. I mean, that's been open to interpretation. But of yeah. course, I mean, yeah, it's silly that this stuff needs to be in writing. But of course, it yeah. needs to be in writing. Well, it has to be because they have made this policy so broad. That I think they have to have some some rules and regulations. Let me go to Tyler. Tyler's in Westfield. Good morning, Tyler. Good morning. Happy Memorial Day. How are you guys? Thank you, sir. Uh, Kim, right? Kim, you're right on this. It's just something. And then the other gentleman said that they're not going to allow people to go in and do illegitimate things. People don't hear the details. There's eight thousand owners and thousands of employees that are black. Those two empo- that incident created a can of worms. Now they've done stated that you could go in there to use the bathroom, which to a person who's compromised and challenged and is struggling, they're going to go in there and they're going to try and shave. They're going to go in there and try to do a bird bath. And the problem is when you allow what you call inappropriate and illegitimate action that undermines the security and integrity of a business, you then pander to them with this type of placating attempt to make your image feel better. It, it promotes what I call a, an attachment to irresponsible behavior 
It undermines the business, and all those owners are going to lose money for a day. It just seems like they're going to create a mess. And the people don't hear details. They just hear, hey, I can go in there and use the bathroom. It's an unfortunate reality in the big cities and in the winter. I, I think they... But why, again, you know, why that's that... their deal, though. Like, why, I don't know why people get so worked up about this. Like, if if it turns out to be a nightmare, the beauty of it is they can change the policy. Mm-hmm. Like, but then they're, then, I mean, again, see, so it, this is the problem. They, they've walked right into a bee's nest. Why? Why? They had a rogue employee. They handled it. They, ha- they, they made good with the two men who were wronged there, and they were. They haven't but changed they, their policy even vaguely about homeless people coming in or people using their bathrooms to take showers. None of that policy has changed. The only thing that changed now is now you can sit down on the couch before you buy something and not be bothered. Or just sit no, down on the couch. That is and not what they. That is not you the policy have they have anything. changed. That is not the policy. I don't love the policy, but I don't know why you guys are worked up about it. Like, well, because I think I, I'm I'm only worked up on it in that. I just think it's amazing that this, and I hope that other businesses do not follow suit here and have this kind of knee-jerk reaction. To a, uh, this is a business that I is, don't think it's a knee-jerk reaction at all. I think it is one hundred percent. They we had have clarified empo- now to our stores that you are welcome to come in and sit down, whether or not you're actually going to purchase anything. That's they're just clarifying their position has n- no bearing whatsoever on homeless people or drug addicts or any any problem that they would have had before that they're still going to have you know they i'm sure they had homeless people trying to come in and use the bathroom before and they got thrown out i don't like their original but 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 i but but it's worked for them like i don't like their whole loitering policy period like coming in and hang for three hours but, but it works for them. It I, does, but it but the difference is you can't come. You couldn't come in and sit there for three hours and never purchase something. You you were sort of in a position where you had to do that. But why you does it bother you that they can the now? Because it's going to open the doors for so many people to come that had are not there for the same reason. Even if you're, even what if do you think they're going to do? Well. Let me ask you something, Jim. Do you, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, do you want to go to Starbucks and meet with I don't know other other people, have coffee and use it as a meeting place and chat for a bit and whatever? And there's like five or six people who are there who are just loitering, who are just why there would I of, care? What difference does it make to me if they've got a small coffee in front of them or not? I think most of those people did not go in there at all. That's why. Why? Because I, I, I think I, I they couldn't because they, if they weren't buying coffee but, but and they you weren't... Think, but what do you think these people are doing in there now? They're I just think sitting they're, there just to sit there? Yes. To what end? Because it's cool in the summer and it's warm in the winter and it's not raining inside. I mean, how many times so, do we have to go through this? I mean, that, you get what because, I'm saying. I, I want to know who these people are that are not homeless but are coming in because it's cold and rainy. And by the way, I'm not the only one rainy. who feels this way. There are millions of – and, and I, I, just, I know, but I, and again, I'm against the policy. I would have never voted for it, and I do think it's doomed to fail. But you you, so you want loitering on your terms, there's not like, for others to but do. But that's not loitering when you I, are I, a paying customer. But I don't they understand who are these transients to, that are just standing outside in the cold and rain. Have that, you ever been to Newbury? <laughs> Street, Jim? But, but those same... are homeless people. They wouldn't be allowed in anyway. Yes, well, they, they would. would be, no, they wouldn't. They, they would eventually be asked to leave, which they, they, will they still now. will be. 
I don't know why those they're, people they're, are less offensive to you if they buy one cup. But they but they wouldn't go in to begin with. I don't. Why wouldn't they? Because and they would be told they have to go out. No, they would be told they have to buy something. So then they buy something and then they do what they do. I. The only difference now is they don't have to even buy the one cup. They can't be told to go. That's the difference. They weren't doing that before, though. Starbucks's policy is you can hang and lounge and use our stuff. Starbucks policy but you was had not to that buy you something. can hang and you can be there all day if you weren't a paying customer. Eventually, That's what I'm saying. You, you have to buy to one it. cup of coffee. That's it. So now they just don't have to do that. It's no different, but you weren't, and you weren't aggressed upon then, but you are going, you think you're I going just to think, be now. I just think that, I think that you're underestimating how difficult this is going to become now for their employees. This is, a, they've opened up a much bigger Pandora's box for their employees now. I, now their employees are going to have to make the decision, true. wow, are but we going to tell that person for them when their employee sure was deciding was. to call the cops on but somebody. It, but it was working for them. They have 13,000 locations. But that's for them that employee that's for them to decide it clearly wasn't working for them when they were on every tv station as starbucks sucks and it's a racist company that's not working for them i do i think it's a knee-jerk overreaction of course i do but that's 2018 world for us well that and that's too bad and i you're right i mean it is their decision to make it's it's a private company i just think they've opened a pandora's box they're going to be very sorry about and you want to talk about looking bad wait till they have to turn around then and say oh now we're taking it back i that's their prerogative, though. Yeah. I'm still I'm baffled by the concept of these transients waiting to come into Starbucks that now suddenly feel like they're freed to do so. I'm baffled by it. <laughs> I can't figure out why you're baffled by that. I mean, it's I, a warm place, and they're saying everyone is welcome. That they won't. No, they're not saying everyone's welcome. They're saying you don't have to buy something to stay here. That's not everyone's welcome. There's a big middle ground in there. I don't see that middle ground. I don't see it at all. You just read the whole list. That's the middle ground. Well, you can't come in if you're going to drink booze or you're going to watch porn. Yeah. That's that's not the middle ground. That's not middle ground. Well, come on and let me know. Should I stay or should I go? 617-266-6868. That's our number. You can text us at 704-70. We're talking about Starbucks. Have you seen the, the manual that they have? Is this what they're handing out? I don't know if they're handing The thing is like 100 pages, but it's this giant... Like, it's like reading a newspaper in 1850 where you fold this big sheet up over and there's all these <laughs> glossy charts and graphs and why are we sensitive today? And... I, <laughs> I'm walking into this thing going, oh, oh man, boy. this is going to be lengthy. And Four hours. Who does Starbucks get to cater? Uh, their, their events? Yeah, I, mean, they're I, closed, I would assume so they're they have coffee, right? right? <laughs> well, they have coffee. Do they bring in someone else's muffins? Or? <laughs> Lee's in Lincoln this morning. Lee, good morning. You're on WRKL. Good morning, Kim and BB. You know, I, I was on another one of your talk shows, and I made a couple of points, and... Um, and, and I'll make these points again. I believe, Kim, you're right. They're, they've opened a can of worms for themselves, but they've also opened up Pandora's box for everybody else in the business. I own and operate a small eatery with one bathroom. And, and, and somebody came in and asked to use the restroom, and I said yes, and that became a habit. I found out, well, I knew the person was homeless. But I live in a city where there are lots of services for homeless people, so we have a lot of homeless people. But I'm going to tell you, one of these two guys that this happened to, 
this incident at Starbucks, they could go to the legislator and say, you know, every eatery should, every restroom should be should be open to the general public. In New York City, you see on the doors, no public restrooms for a reason, because those people have to clean up those public re- those restrooms. And and you get unsavory people in there that are not your customers and that don't intend to purchase anything. Now, regarding the nail clipping, VB, and keeping the, you know, you can't clip your nails well, they all take, all employees handling food take a serve safe uh, certification test. And that's one of the things that they tell you. You keep your nails short. You keep your hands clean. The whole, you know, the whole nine yards of making sure that what you serve is safe for people to consume. But you don't clip your nails at work. If they're having to, to micromanage what they should and shouldn't be doing at work, they seem to have a larger problem if they have to include all those and no yelling or no... Yeah, but that, uh, most of that, Lee, Lee, that was for the people, the customers. Yeah, that's not employees. That's, a, that's, that's on rules. the list of things that customers could be asked to leave for. And my guess is that the if it was for the client, which it isn't, but they can do it on off hours like I do. I've never clipped my nails at work. Why? Because I can do that at home. I mean, I, they I, can as well. I think it's a little bit of a leap to say that Starbucks changing this policy is going to lead to the country enacting laws that say everyone has to let everyone into their bathrooms. That's that's a little of a leap. Joanne is in Norwood. Good morning, Joanne. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Hi, hi uh, my daughter uh, was a college student. She now is graduated, but uh, she was doing an internship last year. I won't say what Starbucks. And they were meeting there every Friday from 12.30 to 3.30. Uh, I don't know what happened in there. Maybe she didn't buy enough coffee and pound cake. But uh, she was asked to leave, so she got up and left. Mm-hmm. And she's white. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what they're trying to change now. They're saying that that's no longer our policy going forward. We won't ask people to get up and leave. I think it's just about them making money and their aesthetics and, and you know. Well, I would, what any business I would about, argue but. that it's a smart play on Starbucks' part to get younger people to start hanging out there and developing a habit of drinking Starbucks. Yeah, I, think I, don't, it, I don't love the policy, but, but I, why I don't would that get change? Her, I don't get why her. would that change, though, Jim? Because if that was the case, they're already hanging out there and drinking Starbucks, and they can stay. But if if you've got a bunch of high school or college with... kids that are looking for a place to meet up, and now they go, oh, well, we can meet at Starbucks. Well, they were doing it anyway. I, that's, but, that's the whole point. And, and drink coffee. They always could do that. That's... But now they can do it even if they're not going to buy anything on that particular day. It reinforces a habit. I don't think I don't think that the reinforcement of any habit is going to change. I think it's just going to open the Pandora's box for more issues. I mean, at this point now, their employees are so restricted on who they can ask to leave and who they can't. But they're not. And, and, there's no. There's no difference in the restriction now. The same. This. If a person smells bad, they're going to be asked to leave. If they're clearly unkempt, I can't imagine in the short run anyone's going to be asked to leave. I don't anything. think they will. First of at all, all, you're going to assess right. any minority. Nope, they stay. Right. You don't ask them. Any female, probably not. Nope. But I don't think anybody coming in off the street's going to be asked to leave. So in your case, yeah, just assume you're not getting a couch anytime soon. Yeah. But 
but really, do you are you that worked up that you're not going to be able to meet a couple I'm of friends? I'm not worked up about it at all because I don't go to Starbucks so often that it is such a and I can go someplace else. But I just I'm just saying I think it's a it was a bad it was a knee jerk reaction to something that was unfortunate and was a really bad employee. If you want to gripe, that's it. Your gripe is that there's this constant need in this world in 2018 to tell people that we're not going to impose rules on you. And when people scream about it, in this case, legitimately, but when people scream about it and say, hey, I didn't get my way. We don't say tough pound sand. We say, oh, gee, sorry. Yeah. Now you don't even have to buy. Now we're going to change everything. Right. Well, that. That concept 30 years ago is crazy, but I would argue the only defense of them is that Starbucks' initial concept seemed crazy to me, and it's worked just fine for them. So. Bill is in Sudbury. Good morning, Bill. Hello. Good morning. Here's my question. How did they decide which 8,000 out of their 13,000 locations they're going to close down? Franchise owners didn't have to do it. Ones? Franchise owners didn't have to do it. They could opt Franchise in, but they could also opt yeah. out. So, so ask me, let, answer me this. Mm-hmm. Go to the Park Plaza Hotel and sit at the bar and don't order anything. How long do you think it'll tell, tell you to take you to tell you to beat it? I look, Bill. That's right. the policy of almost every business I know. Right. That's why I'm interested in this. Let's see if it's possible to do it another way. I told you last week. I think it was the St. Louis Bread Company, but mm-hmm. whatever place it was that decided to say just pay what you can. Yes. Right. Yeah, nice policy. It failed, and within a half a year, they ate that and said, we're not doing that anymore because while we meant well, people were totally taking advantage of us. I anticipate the same will be true here where they're going to have yeah. gaggles of people just hanging around. with. Nothing. They're going to go to a movie, the one up by me that I know of. They're going to go to the movie, but then they're going to sit there for three hours either before or after the movie, and there's going to be a group of kids in there, and it is going to get boring, and you're going to walk by and go, I'm just not even going to bother. Right. But that's for Starbucks to deal with, and that's for Starbucks to decide. That's going to be, and you know, um, and I assume Panera, drive, drive-through windows are going to be much bigger than Panera or St. Louis Bread Company. Um, they're going to be a company that, if they have any issues, um, they're I, I, they would be like the perfect example of the same thing. I mean, you can go to Panera, go into their back room, you get a coffee or you get a sandwich, and you stay half the day and study. And, uh, you know, they have that same thing. I'll be anxious to see if this changes policy in places like that. I want the library to change. Any Starbucks in a town that does this, then I want the library in that town to have the opposite policy. From now on, you have to do something in our library. You have to actually read. That's our new (laughs) policy. Golly, there won't be anybody there. Glenn is in Brighton. Good morning, Glenn. Hi, I'm with you, Kim. Uh, In the interest of full disclosure, I... I'm a freelance blind piano tuner. I have a disability. I go to the Starbucks in Cleveland Circle frequently, and they treat me like gold. I've never had a problem. I think this is just going to... I mean, they didn't circle the wagons around the rogue manager. They fired her. They apologized. It's it's almost like they're trying to keep... Well, I mean, I consider myself human, liberal on human and civil rights, but it's almost like they're trying to please Reverend Al Sharpton for a day until something else happens. Well, in some micro, yeah, but that is what it is, Glenn, which is that when a group is loud enough, long enough, you have to, that becomes a problem. This was going to hurt their bottom line if they did nothing. They felt they had to do something, much like the NFL. We've got to do something. So now you try to figure out, okay, what is it that's going to make our problems go away? The NFL has decided if it's out of sight, out of mind, we'll be fine. I think they may be right on that. Starbucks decided... 
we have to make some sort of big financial show and we're not just going to deal with one. We're going to deal with everybody. That way we can say to whoever it is that says, oh, that's great in Philly, but what about in Seattle, L.A., Charlotte, Miami? Nah, we did everybody. We did everybody. We want this to go away. And so that's what they're doing. We'll see how it works. By the way, is there a non-freelance piano tuner? I don't know. I mean, I think they're all freelance now, aren't they? Uh, Mickey's in Marshfield. Mickey, uh, we're up against the clock. What what do you think? Hey, I'm loving it because I'm a white male, no tattoos, no body piercings, quote-unquote normal looking, and I've never felt welcome at a Starbucks. Never. And I only go there if I'm stuck in an airport. And it's good coffee. But you're... I don't bother with them. So will you go now? Why do you not feel welcome there? Oh, well, they hung up. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why he didn't feel welcome I've been there. in them. I don't drink the stuff, but I've been in them, and I've always felt welcome. And I am what he's described. So yeah. I don't know what it is that happened to him. But... Uh, God. 